We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 90 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been writing about games or marketing them, however you want to think about it, for a long, long time. I wrote places like IGN and most recently Pixelkin. I'm also the mother of a soon-to-be five-year-old. Just booked her party, but we can go into that a little later. Um, <laughs> I am joined by our resident dad, Stephen Deutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Stephen. Hi, how are you? I'm not uh, playing I'm okay. Switch right now. Um, specifically, I'm not playing Legend of Zelda, so can we wrap hurting? this up? Oh, okay. does it hurt? Can we, <laughs> this is going right, to be a 10-minute yeah. podcast today, right? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> All right, and then also joined by Regina McMenemy, who is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game, and also from the Geek and Embassy. Hi, Regina. Hi. Yes. Yeah, so, I don't have a Switch, but um, I'm looking yeah, forward to talking about it anyway. Yes, yeah, so I don't have one either. Um, but my kid news is that I just booked the venue for my daughter's birthday party. And Stephen, I think you were on the podcast for this last year. Regina, you definitely weren't in there. So Mm-mm. I do this crazy thing to myself. <laughs> my daughter's <laughs> birthday approaches in that I yeah it's it's terrible so it started out with her third birthday which had a wally theme yeah we we went nuts with that we bought a cake from like one of those like wedding cake places and the cake looked amazing um but like i got way into it with we had the party at our house and like so i had this like scavenger hunt thing because you know he looks in all the garbage cubes in the movie and finds his little treasures and whatnot so i made all these little (laughs) garbage cube things from like little favor boxes um um, so I printed out like Minecrafty, pixely type stuff because that's the best I could get to look like garbage. So I wrapped all of these. These are like forty. I wrapped all of these boxes oh, in God. this paper and then put like random little things in them. Except for in one of them, I made the little boot with the plant sticking out of it, out of clay, and I put that in one of them. And then the kid who got that one got you know a special prize. Um, right. But yeah. So um, <laughs> last year was not quite as bad because um, we had. Uh, we had to have the the birthday party somewhere else because the year that last year we did at our house we had like 20 kids and if you add in like two adults for most of those it was nuts yeah. we couldn't fit those people in our yeah. house um, they grow yeah they grow yeah. Exponentially. So, yeah um so we had it at the the ymca uh because they have this huge play structure um and the theme was octonaut so i'm like well i don't get to plan all the activities so i'll just be all creative with the food um which was just which is I mean, harder than the activities right spoilers yeah no kidding yeah it turned Better out Pinterest great, and lose your mind I know exactly it turned out great though yeah. so this year it's wildcrats and I'm like having to make myself stay away from Pinterest uh the venue is nice it's at these these huge this huge place called pump it up that's just like a massive building filled with different bouncy house type things oh, like man. slides and all that kind yeah. of stuff just just do, let that be. Do cupcakes. Do, yeah, I know. Do cupcakes. And be done and, uh, with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That <laughs> they won't like, care. Have you ever taken her to a bouncy house yes. like menagerie before? Oh, Those places yes, are yes. insane. Yeah. The, the kids won't care. They will literally not be aware of what you do. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. They're going to miss I it mean, entirely. With that said, Regina, you and I both know she wasn't doing the decorations for Anna. <laughs> no. 
None of it's about the kids. Oh, come on. My, my daughter's first birthday party was a strawberry shortcake theme. Uh-huh. Who picked that theme out? I did. Nice. Why? Because I love strawberry shortcake. Yeah. For my yeah. daughter's first birthday, we did Ms. Pac-Man, where I made a cake oh, and like, cut mean. a triangle out of it. And see, this is how insane I am. So I made a bunch of cupcakes, and we sort of lined them up on the table to look like a Pac-Man board. Right. And here and there, yeah. I put like a strawberry on one or like another piece of fruit yeah. on another See, and yeah that's all for the adults yeah, yeah i was I gonna do that pictures. i was i was gonna do that for um for the trolls party uh-huh. i had visions in my head of um of how i was gonna make the decorations <laughs> because there's this scene um it's that when she when she sings the sounds of silence and it goes like all neon and the flowers are all like look really cool and all uh-huh. animal i was gonna do like that kind of decorations and i had all these visions in my head of felt and <laughs> You know, yeah. making my own designs and blah, blah, y'all blah. Y'all crazy. Y'all and crazy. I, yeah, y'all crazy. I mean, it was just like I had, I didn't do any of it because yeah. I made a dress instead because right. like, I'm taking sewing classes. Right. So I made a dress instead. A dress, I might add, that has still not been worn. Oh, man. At all, uh, which is OK. I kind of figured it was going to go that way. She picked the fabric out and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But. Um, I think there was just too much like my my energy was so manic around getting it done that I feel like it was just like too crazy yeah. for her and Sundress. She can wear it over the summer. But um, but I spent so much time on the dress that I was like, OK, I'm going to go to the dollar store and see what I can buy. That's yeah. troll colored. And she loved it. So yeah. that's all. I got the little puffy balls, the little tissue balls. Uh huh. Because I hate streamers, because I can't do streamers to save my life, so I can never do streamers. Apparently, I can't puff up the tissue balls either, because every one I touched, I ripped. <laughs> so I had my in, my in laws who were visiting sit and and go through. <laughs> How many? They're still hanging up. I think there's at least twenty five of them hanging on the ceiling in my living room still. Yeah, that's funny. So, in yeah. our dining room, they, we still have um, silver streamers and star. I don't know if you guys can see it. Silver streamers and stars from the Wally birthday, which is really go, funny. Yeah. That was my my husband's idea. He's like, oh, we got these streamers <laughs> and these stars and everything, and like we're we're hanging yeah. them up with just like uh, masking tape, like just like gift wrap tape. And so we did it the mm-hmm. night before. We're like taking bets, like how many of these is actually still going to be on the ceiling when we get right. up the next day? And nope, they have lasted for two years. <laughs> only one, <laughs> only one has fallen down in all of two years. So, if if I if I may give the two of you advice, because yes, I, actually I, I was going to say this. So we both I have, have one uh, child, yes, and yes, you have ahead. three. So yeah, I know so there's definitely a different perspective. Give, so I'm going to give you two some advice, and also anyone listening. Um, can hear this. So, um, right now, everything is awesome. Um, everything Everything is awesome. awesome. Um, Anyway, so, it's great. Your kids are young. Um, they likely won't remember many of this outside of photographs. Uh That is important. But I, but what I, what I would, uh, keep in mind is eventually their memory will be there. Um, and, um, that will then necessitate escalation because you can't go backwards with a birthday party. Oh, what you do. Yeah. Right. So if you go to a place and do something cool, then the next time like a casual sit down get together with cupcakes is just kind of a step back. So you have to keep right. in mind it's kinda like the first Christmas with a girlfriend. You gotta be careful. I say this to young I say this to young dudes all the time. They like find a girl that's willing to talk to them and 
for many of my, our people, that's difficult. I get it. <laughs> um, and so, and it's like, all right, it's Christmas time, or or even worse, it's like you know, like the Christmas, birthday. and then Valentine's Day is there. Especially if she it, go figure, she's gonna obviously gonna have a January birthday. So it's like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You have to be careful how you set the precedent because you can't. <laughs> It's just disrespectful to take a step back. So you just realize you kind of keep up in yourself. And I say this to yeah. the young guys around me all the time. Just be careful. Birthday parties are the same way. So calm yourself. If you want to go nuts, go nuts. Just realize that by sweet you're 16, you're going to. on a cruise. Yeah. Um, to give you a story, um, one of the uh, co-hosts, of, uh, one of the original co-hosts of Engage a Family Gaming Podcast, Kelly, she who needs no title um, has the same kind of problem you do, Nicole. Only <laughs> she's like literally crazy. Um, I have said this to her face, so it doesn't matter if she hears this. She did superheroes where she made superhero costumes for all of the kids. And uh-huh. they went to a place and it was nuts. Then it was scientists. So she set up a, a whole, she rented a whole place and there were all sorts of experiments. See how it's escalating constantly. <laughs> then the year after that, they threw a goth party. For a bunch of five-year-olds. <laughs> I think you told me about That's... this. <laughs> so, and we, I, we, we went. Yeah. Um, I don't think I went, actually. No, I was there. Because um, we brought my kids. I can't remember. Yeah, I went. I went. I can't remember. Um, and it was, so, like, every year it's escalating to the point where, like, Sweet 16, we're going on a cruise. That's why I'm like... <laughs> committing to go to all these parties because I don't want to get de-invited, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. I don't want to get dropped a, off the list. Exactly. So I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. You know, it's a cautionary tale. So I'm going to... Eventually, they're going to remember you can't go backwards. Right. Yeah, I, I, I actually have a similar, like, I think I realized when my earliest parenting philosophies was, um, and I may have read it somewhere, I don't remember, was... Um, don't say yes to something unless you're comfortable always saying yes to that. Mm. So, yes. like, you know, if, if you know, you can't say yes, you can color on the walls today. <laughs> right. And then three days later, be no, you can't color on the walls. You yeah. know, like, yeah. Once you say yes, you know that that's a thing. And my my most recent fatality of this was my husband used to take my daughter and pull drag her around in my um the um hamper for my linens that I keep my towels in uh-huh. in our guest bathroom. A little, you know, it's nothing. It was like a $5, you know, right, mesh right. bag. But he used that and it became, it became a toy. So anytime I had towels in it, it, you know, because it became a toy. Right. So I couldn't, but you know, it had already become that. Yeah. Um, so I went and bought a new one and Chris was like, why'd you buy a new one? We have the old one. I'm like, yes, but the old one is a toy. Right. No one's going to ride in this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh. But that's it, you know, so it's kind of along, I think, kind of similar on the same lines like you know once you say yes to this big and this big and this big you know you can't kind of like rein it down again yeah uh, for expectations so we've had pretty much like the same you know the themes have been different i've done different things um but i haven't done you know literally i haven't done any um events or anything like that yet but um I keep thinking about ones that I could do, but maybe I'll, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how you do. Yeah. I'll follow in your footsteps. Right. You, can, yeah. you can be my guide. The whole, <laughs> the whole venue thing actually makes stuff a lot easier because like. Yeah, I can imagine yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. And it's she totally doesn't have that it. many friends yet. So it's pretty small. Like there were, I think four, four kids, four or five kids here oh. for her party. So it was pretty small for the most part in terms of kids. We said more adults, but um, 
yeah, so that it didn't it didn't explode. Uh, yeah. There was one moment where it got very very quiet in the playroom. Oh, and um, me <laughs> and another another yeah, mom and the other youngest child both were like, like we both froze at the same time and looked at each other. And we're like, we're gonna go down the hall. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. It was you know nothing. They were just hiding from each other, but it was it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, so um so yeah, I'm going to try to rein myself in. We'll see. Uh her birthday's not for um or her party is not till the end of April. Her birthday is mid-April. But Oh, um, you got lots of time. Yeah, I've got lots of time. Um but anyhow, video this games. No, she doesn't cuz Mass No, she doesn't cuz Mass Effect <laughs> comes out in 2 weeks. She doesn't oh, have time yeah. for nothing. Just stay away from Pinterest and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Go on Pinterest, it's going to be something else yeah and I mean the venue that venue that we've booked for like they have a package where they will even just you know throw in pizza as part of the package so um nice yeah so just do nice desserts and then you can feel like you did something right. that's like yeah. you know my thing now is like one big thing that I do yeah this time it was a dress I made the I made the cupcakes but I even like made my mother-in-law make the cupcakes themselves and I just did the decorations <laughs> Because cupcakes are pretty important in the troll movie. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I haven't seen it, but, but I completely trust you. One of the characters you. poops cupcakes, <laughs> so they're they're very important in the troll movie. No, Nicole, this is the troll movie. Is I mean, it's not classically good cinema, but it's a really, really good movie. Um, okay, Anna Kendrick is probably one of the greatest people on earth. I think we've had this discussion her. before. Yeah. Well, that and, and and how you know Justin Timberlake is his BFF. So. Yes. Justin Timberlake Anna. is, in fact, my BFF. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah the whole Anna Kendrick thing came up like before you were on here, Regina. Oh, okay. I'm sure we had. I think we had the conversation about this before. Oh, because because <laughs> she's gonna. Uh, there's a there's a movement on the internet to have her be Squirrel Girl. We that's when we talked oh, about. Oh right her. right right. Yes yes. Oh, that is that that'd is be cool. It. Yes. She'd be good at that. Okay. I'm so down. Anyway, video games. Yes, video games. So, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that the Switch came out last week on Friday, specifically. The what? It came out Friday? This thing. I know, Stephen. It didn't come out Friday. Stephen, poor Stephen, who had pre-ordered his on Amazon, was one of the unlucky people (laughs) who didn't get the console when was promised. So, how how painful was that, Stephen? Um, all right, so it turned out to be less painful because I just binged 25 hours of Horizon Zero Dawn to numb the pain. Um, but it was frustrating only because I was lied to. That's it. I mean, the yeah. reality is yeah. um, I had a very, very bad experience with Amazon customer service. And not because, I mean, this is not their fault. The reality is after doing my research and finding out, Amazon does not get Nintendo products on pre-order until release day, period, the right. end, end of story. That always happens. I did not yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people found that out, um, and because this is the first time that a lot of people bought something time-sensitive that was a mm-hmm. Nintendo product from them, um, and we all found out all at once. The only issue is that the, the Thursday before it came out, I did a message with the... I did their regular chat thing, mm-hmm. and the person who I was on the chat thing said that it was in Rutherford, New Jersey. Hmm. Um, which is three hours from my home. And I said, first off, can I just go get it? <laughs> like, can you get it off yeah, a truck? Yeah, can you go to, yeah. And can I just drive to Rutherford, New Jersey? It's only three hours. This was 11 o'clock at night. I literally would have, I, 
I had the next day off. I would have driven because then I would have been home and we would have had it by like seven o'clock in the morning. It would have been worth it to have it fast. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the story would have been worth it, I think. But they said no. <laughs> yeah. Um, which makes sense. It, it was it was worth a shot. Um, and then the, and then they, I was like, I know you can't guarantee nothing, but, you know, can you give me the one, two? You know, is it is it likely to show up tomorrow? Well, it's expected to show up by eight. And it's only so far away. So even if it doesn't come tomorrow, maybe it'll come on Saturday. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. Mm-hmm. If I lose one day, but I know I have a unit and it comes on Saturday, no big deal. Um, didn't come on. It, it, the next morning we called. No updates. We called. They told us that it was going to be here by eight. Didn't really say anything. I then went to GameStop, the store who may not be named, um, to go and purchase my pre-ordered video games because I uh-huh. went to because I pre-ordered the games at a physical store. So I got my Legend yeah. of Zelda and my One Two Switch, um, and the and uh, my wife calls me while I'm at the checkout, and I'm like, oh god, and she's like, so the person who told you it was in New Jersey lied. Because until it starts, and tr- still it starts tracking. Mm-hmm. My wife they called don't know them where again. It is. They have no idea where it is. It could be in yeah. Seattle. It could be in Tennessee. Whatever. Until there's a tracking number assigned to it, and it is on a mm-hmm. box. It's nothing because it's just one computer system that's just filtering out orders. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no way to know. So the uh, person apparently is going to be spoken to. Um, also, they don't have a fulfillment center in Rutherford, New Jersey. It's in Trenton, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> Um, so there was that Rutherford, New Jersey is where giant stadium is. So I sh- should have known that they probably, you know, that that was something just pulled the town just, out of New Jersey. Yeah. Out of their head my understanding like, is oh. that there's a few, my understanding is that there's multiple fulfillment centers in the state of New Jersey. Cause I mean, it's, I mean, that, that'd be a good New place Jersey. to put a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it would not stun me if they just said the wrong town. I do that all the time in Connecticut, you know, yeah. dealing with, you know, my day job. So the fact that they said the wrong town, I'm really not all that bothered by. They just uh-huh. said a town, which is by default wrong. Um, so then they updated and said it was coming Wednesday, which was wholly unacceptable. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, then it showed up at my house on thir- on uh, Sunday afternoon at 3.30. And uh, I'm happier now because I have my Switch. <laughs> yes. But I was, yeah. it, 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 was a, it was an experience. Yeah, we got burned like that. Um, Isaac had ordered this really, really fancy camera. It's like brand new Sony camera. This was right before we went to Jamaica for his brother's wedding, and he was all excited. He had already bought these crazy mega lenses, and the camera was supposed to be arriving on the day it came out. We had three different chats and Amazon customer support. The first one said, absolutely, yes, it will be there on release day. The second one, uh, Isaac chatted on that one. The second one I chatted on, and I could tell the person was just straight up reading from a script they just were not answering my actual (laughs) questions at all so i'm like okay fine i'm just gonna end this and then on the day of i got in chat with someone else and that person informed me that amazon had not actually received any shipments from sony so Yes. So Amazon, I mean, I, I understand that that drives their business. They get all these pre-orders, but they're really going to get burned in the end by making all these promises yeah. and not being able to well, following to fulfill through. them. Yeah. 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 It's no good. Yeah. yeah. No good. It's a challenge. I mean, but I have it. I have it now and <laughs> it's really good, guys. Okay. It's a really cool piece of equipment. 
It's a cool piece of equipment. Are we going to talk about this now, or do you want to talk about this when we uh, talk about the games we've been playing? Uh, no, we can talk. I just want to do, I found one interesting Switch story, or at least I think it's interesting, and then I can just let you go, Stephen. Um, so, <laughs> um, so uh, the New York Times is reporting that the Switch has sold more than the Wii uh, in its first um, two day of sales. Um this, you know, New York Times basically, you know, trustworthy. I actually know this writer. He's been writing about games for New York Times for longer than I have been writing about games. Um, but like uh, the thing that's that's funny about this is, uh, you know, Nintendo is like touting this like, yes, we beat Wii records. But I think the Wii was more of a slow burn. Wasn't it, Steven? Like, it kind of, you know, just sold a little bit. And then as people got to know what it was and it sold more and more and more and more. Right. Um, I think, I don't know that it was a slow burn. I think it became a slow burn by nature of the fact that Nintendo supply constrained itself. Ah, uh, yeah. Because they did the Nintendo thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> looking at some numbers, um, Nintendo shipped like a million Wiis uh-huh. in the first like month. Um, whereas, um, no, 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 not in the first month. I think in the first year. First, some arbitrary amount of time. In that same <laughs> amount of time, Nintendo is projecting to sell two million. Now their projections uh, are obviously based on their manufacturing, so uh-huh. there are just straight up more switches. Um, yeah. Mm. If you look at the fact that the Wii U sold ten million units, the vast majority of those are to crazy hardcore Nintendo fans that are willing to buy a garbage console to play Nintendo <laughs> stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, it, it, one can assume that the Switch would sell probably at least that many the question is how quickly it gets there so i think these numbers are cool but i don't think that they're indicative of anything other than the fact that it means nintendo finally realized that they could get more money up front Mm. (laughs) by making Mm. more stupid things um Mm. but yeah um i i I mean the jury is still out on whether or not this means long-term success the reality is it's launching really strongly on the back of what is being you know whether whether uh, our our host believes in the reviews or not. Um, <laughs> what is being touted is one of the best video games of all time, um, and that's pretty impressive. But it yeah. kind of falls off a cliff after that. Well, everything. Fa- I mean, any games lineup is going to fall off a cliff after Zelda because mm-hmm. I mean it's really, 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 really good. Really yeah. good. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. Um, whether you believe the hype or not, Nicole. Whether you right. believe the hype or not. So, okay. The, um, so, uh, can I throw it? Or one more thing. I actually the the yeah. sales numbers weren't the one more thing. So there has been issues with the Joy-Con um, desyncing. Yep. Uh, Nintendo says yep. that that's caused by wireless interference, but lots of people are yep. like, no, not really. So, um, so yeah. Stephen, have you experienced that with yours? Not a once. Okay. Cool. So, but I don't have an, an aquarium, so. Wait, wait what? <laughs> I missed that. Did one. you read the press release from Nintendo? <laughs> no, it said, I didn't. Um, if there's an aquarium Go. nearby, that an aquarium could disrupt it somehow. I read that. <laughs> I saw that. What? I don't know, man. I, I mean, know, man. your Wi-Fi can get disrupted by the microwave warning. Like I, we know that in our house. Like if someone is on the Wi-Fi doing something that we really need to be doing, the other person does not run the microwave. It is just not allowed. <laughs> but an aquarium, really? Like really, <laughs> really? Like, dude, listen. I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, because it wasn't even like the threat of spilling on it. It was just like the proximity to the water could be bad for it. Wow. Listen, I don't know. It was. I don't know. Like, that's what it said. I read it, too. I, so. It's the truth. I, I don't know how it works. I don't understand the science. I'm not an engineer. But um, that's what the press release said. Um, this is what I bet. I bet you that press release is they compiled a bunch of information from people who complained to them. Uh-huh. And they said, okay, here's all the things that <laughs> fixed it. Yeah. I haven't had the problem at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Neither have my kids. So, uh, fortunately, and I'm knocking on wood, uh, it remains that way. Uh-huh. But, no, I haven't had any issues with that. All right. Cool. Well, I think at least a decent <laughs> number no of people has. have. Uh, well, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. It's definitely an issue. Yeah. If you're um, listening and you have an aquarium and you're having tro- <laughs> trouble, let us know. Because, really, I really want to know. I really want to hear from somebody. <laughs> yes. You can email us at gmail.com or tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would love it. Please. Please. If you, if you have an aquarium. And if you're just hearing and you're like, oh, my goodness, this is what's causing my problem. Let us know. <laughs> nice. Glad to be a service. Um, also, <laughs> did you know that the uh, Switch games taste bad? Yes, yes. I saw that thing, too. <laughs> what? And it's on um, purpose. Who? It's, it's on purpose. absolutely the true, and it's yeah. on purpose. It's on and, purpose. Uh, and my wife <laughs> licked one. Oh. <laughs> because, no, team. here's what happened. This is what happened. I came home with Zelda, showed her the uh. cartridge, and I was like, and they've got a bitter coating on them, so kids will need them. And she said, that's just a fake. That's not true. And I said, okay, do you want to do you it? And so it. she licked it, and she went, bah. <laughs> it was so dumb so dumb somebody had to do it wow i want to know like how because jeff gerstman was the guy that started this uh-huh i want to know how he thought that it would be a good idea to like it i want to know like what possessed him that's what i i was wondering that too like like why did this become the thing it's like oh like, here's a really expensive gaming brand new gaming con- console let's taste the cartridges but you don't taste your did cartridges? He have a classic <laughs> did he have a classic nintendo to compare did he have a flight of well, cartridges that he well, you, you know, could have had three, three, 3ds ones 3ds cartridges yeah. yeah yeah um someone has done that youtube video I <laughs> someone not, has done it uh, that's viral gold right there. You should do it. <laughs> taste test, do it, taste testing. Um, yeah. Anthony John Ignello from uh, Games Radar found like a Dreamcast box, or no, like a Sega Saturn box, and was like licking that. And he's like, "Does this work?" And it's like, "No, bro." Wow. Like the same thing. Listen, yeah. people do oh, stupid hilarious. crap on the internet, Nicole. Yeah, I know. So it makes people famous. That was um, what was it? It was one of those old like no the Nokia handheld console. I don't even remember what it was, but it was a phone and a console. But when you were engaged, the engaged, yes. When you were talking on it, you had to hold it up against your ear, like in this really awkward angle. So it had to be like sticking out as opposed to just, you know, flush with your face. And so there was a joke that went around everywhere with everybody holding ridiculous things up to their head, like an NES or a GameCube or a PS2. And it was, um, yeah. Yeah, it was funny. That reminds me of that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Steven, now go ahead. How awesome is it? How awesome okay. is Zelda? Let's hear it. Alright, so let's talk about the Switch first. Um okay. so all three of us have held a Wii U gamepad. Yes. 
Yes. So all three of us. So like, I'm going to avoid the standard like games journalist cliche that's been used. Like that the the Wii U feels like a Fisher Price toy. Um, It. The reality is the Wii U gamepad was clearly designed to be used by children. It was Mm -hmm. designed that way from the top down. It is a toy. Literally yeah. a toy, um, which is fine. I mean, that that's how the entire design aesthetic came from. It was very bubbly. It was very light, right? Like mm-hmm. all rounded edges. This is very industrial, very modern, very clearly not targeted at children from a design perspective. Now, mm-hmm. we, um, it doesn't feel like weak, right? Like it doesn't feel like my iPhone feels like if I didn't put a case on it, it would shatter just under the, the like, my regular use. Mm-hmm. This does not feel that way. Uh, it feels solid, weighty. Um, so I liked that piece of it. Um, you know, like it feels like I bought a grown-up toy. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys don't collect high-end import Transformers. Um, but the the one person listening to this podcast that does will know what I'm talking about. There's a difference hey. between buying a toy and a collectible. You know what? I Im- or, or my husband did for me, imported a whole bunch of little – there's a little cardboard uh, Animal Crossing houses that came with a character and a piece of furniture. And my husband, like, imported all those things from Japan. So Okay. Yeah. So you get it. I get there it. is the difference. There is a difference between a toy and like a high-end collectible. They're both frivolous fun things. Yeah. But one of them is like a Nendoroid link action figure and another one is like a dollar store toy, right? Like there's yeah. a difference in the way it feels. So I think that's a big piece that can't be understated. Um the Joy-Cons are freaking small. Mm. Freaking small. Like I guarantee we're going to lose some. Um, we, I got the gray one, so uh-huh. I'm super nervous. Um, and you can't put stickers on them because apparently their uh, surface will just break off under any adhesive being pulled off of it, which is kind of terrifying. Um, so, um, yeah, somebody re- uh, there was a company that was making skins for yeah. the Switch, and they were taking a bunch of pre-orders because they had done all sorts of skins for the Wii U and things like uh-huh. that. Um, and they, after they got their units to start their testing and their whatever, they realized that you couldn't do it. They refunded everybody's money, um, canceled all the pre-orders, and said, we're not making this for the Switch because this is a bad idea. We'll destroy your stuff. Huh. Wow. Um, so, I mean, with that said, it's still, it doesn't, it feels nice and smooth. I mean, they're nice pieces of equipment, um, but the Joy-Cons are very tiny, very afraid that I'm going to lose them. Um, so um, the other thing that I noticed, and before, you know, as far as the hardware, um, is that it is freaking fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it It's tough to, like, put into words. Like, we've all gotten used to this, right? You know, you put on your Xbox One or your PS4, you buy a new game, mm-hmm. you download the day one patch, you download the mandatory install, you play the game. There's probably like a big old loading screen before you go. I mean, how many minutes does it take to really play the game before you are actually playing? Like, mm. you know, you buy Tomb Raider at the store, you come home, you put it in. You're probably, what, looking at like an hour before you can actually play? Um, sometimes less. This one, I opened it up. Uh, we did the minor setup thing, which was very quick. I was playing Zelda within two minutes mm. of opening it out of the box. Yeah. Is that um, installing to um, to the hard drive, though? Like, does nope, that install? It doesn't install for two- anything. Oh, okay. Well, there's your, I, that's not, um, 
Um, that's not a fair comparison if it's not installing because all the games for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 install onto the system. I think it is a fair comparison because it doesn't have to install. The yeah, fact well, that I don't have to do that What makes happens it if a you comparison. lose the cartridge? <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, Someone what happens if I... What happens, wait, what happens if I lose? What happens if I lose my Overwatch disc? I can't play that game. What do you mean? It, it should be installed on your on your hard nope. drive. No. Oh, okay. No. Um. Not. It, oh, not in oh, my right, experience. right, right. Yes, because you have a disc. Who buys discs anymore? Like, seriously. Anyhow, sorry. People. Proceed. People. <laughs> people who. People. People who don't have Microsoft giving them download codes. Uh, that is, oh, don't start, Steven. We buy, we have bought lots of games, and it has all been uh, digital. We have not bought uh, a disc. Actually, the only discs that we've gotten I'm just are from the games that Isaac has made, and they I'm have just not gone into you. the machine. I'm just they are sitting you. on the mantle. I'm just we, sassing. We have a Halo I'm just mantle sassing now. you. All right. I'm just sassing you. I was, I was, I was, I, I, I was just sassing you. Relax, it's fine, it's fine. Um, I buy discs because I buy my stuff at GameStop because I can pre-order it and it's like layaway. That's why I buy discs. Okay. But I've bought like three because I. But anyway, it's a complicated <laughs> issue. Anyway, um, w- will I lose? The, I mean, it is very possible I might lose a cartridge, but. That's an issue of physical media versus digital media. We could have that argument yeah. down the road. Um, so I have the cartridge, um, but it's really fast. It's really it's nice to be able to just play and mm-hmm. not have to worry about all the, the cruft and the junk. Um, so I really like it. Um, also, um, I'm not going to go so far as saying that toilet Zelda is the best, but, <laughs> but sitting up in bed playing Zelda is amazing. You know, like <laughs> Sunday night, I got done. You know, I was like, you know what? I'd... I think it's time for bed, but like I don't want to, but I want to play Zelda more. And I was like, wait, I can play Zelda in my bed. So I went up, sat in my bed, played Zelda, no problems, um, which is great. Speaking of Zelda, speaking of Zelda, <laughs> I, I'm um, sure so, you have absolutely no opinions on Zelda whatsoever. No, I have, I have plenty of Zelda opinions. Um, holy crap, is it a good video game? Um, the hype is real. I mean, it is everything that they said it was going to be. Um, you know, it is, you know, an open world game. I mean, it is freaking rad. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, they really, really nailed it with the art style. Um, this is the new standard for open world games. I've played a lot. I've played my share. I've enjoyed it. Um, this is absolutely insane. All these little Nintendo touches ev- everywhere. It's just cool. so good. So um, I highly recommend the uh, I, I can't necessarily recommend the switch to everybody right now. Um, I think that there is no such thing as a console that didn't benefit from more time. Mm. So I think maybe waiting as you two are doing is probably a good idea. Um, but like if you're a Zelda freak like me, just just shut up and go buy this thing. Just do it. If you're not playing Zelda right now and you're a fan of Zelda, Unless you have a good reason, like writing a book or, you know, you got to make rent or something, go buy this thing. Yes. It's well, it's available it. on Wii U as well, so you don't have to buy the yeah. Switch to play it. What are it's you saying about it? It's available on Wii U. Our, our good friend Eric, who's, you know, writing at Pixelkin, he bought the Wii U version. He had it posted a picture on Facebook. 
That's great. <laughs> That's great. Oh, there's a little snob factor going on there. Yeah, no, I mean, you know what? If I didn't, if I wasn't buying a Switch, I'd have bought it on the Wii U too. Makes absolute sense. I mean, that's fine. And realistically, there's graphics comparisons and everything. It's really not a big difference. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, yeah, absolutely. Play it however you got to play it. It is absolutely worth every penny. Probably going to be one of the games of the year. Might be. A game of the decade. Like this thing is absolutely insane. Yeah, Stephen. I've seen. I've seen other people saying that too. Yeah. I. I you laughing? Yeah. I'm gonna call you it right now. I am not laughing. I'm just saying this is going to be your game of the year. I am absolutely certain that this is going to be I, your game of the year. I don't know. When we get to the end, when we're. When we get to the just, end, when just because when I, he's like everything's the game of the year in the moment for Steven. Whoa, 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 whoa! So. No, that is not true. Wait, just everything is my game of the year. Everything's most oh, that's right. You're right. I am wrong. You're right. Um, it is going to be close between this and Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, I have not finished either game, and really, it's going to depend on the payoff at the end of both games, like mm-hmm. from a story perspective. Um, but we'll talk more about Horizon whenever you want me to talk about Horizon, um, because that game is also a masterpiece. Yes, but, it is very good. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, that was nice and constrained and concise. Was, switch in was. Zelda. I'm surprised. Are you concerned? Would you like me to say more? <laughs> no, um, wait, you fine. you did actually ask how my kids like it. Um, yes. My son is not even off. The, my oldest son is not a so. The the opening open you start on this thing called the Great Plateau. It's like this little uh-huh. little tiny place in the center of the map. And this old man is like her 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 link. Go go and I'll give you my paraglider. <laughs> yeah, go I'll give you my paraglider that will make it so that you can safely climb down off the Great Plateau to go to all the other open world places. But first uh-huh. you have to like go to these four shrines. And I'm like, cool. So my oldest is down his two shrines down uh-huh. and he seems to think that that means he's halfway through with the game <laughs> and he's like mad excited i'm um, talking all kinds of junk to his brother did you did he has he ever played ocarina of time like seriously? yes he beat it oh, okay <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know what i don't know what he makes him think i, I don't know I, he may have misspoken but he seems to think that he is halfway through the game and um he's not even past the tutorial basically so um which is really funny um he'll understand when he gets like there's a certain point where you realize oh i gotta do all that um you know because i didn't even realize i didn't even really look at the scope of the map until the point where it told me like hey check uh-huh. out this map yeah and I was like, yo, it's big, very big. <laughs> um, so that was cool. I mean, they love it. They've been, um, they have really been enjoying 1-2 Switch. And I read a lot of really bad reviews about it. And I was um, concerned. And then I remembered one thing. They're all grownups. Yeah. And 1-2 Switch, at its core, is an opportunity for kids to do stupid crap. Yep. And if there is one thing that kids love to do, it's stupid crap. And so one two switch um, is the perfect, you know, it's perfect for that. And yep. so they they were playing samurai swords and they played the the quick draw game uh-huh. for like in like a half hour of them trying to figure out like the best, you know, quick draw motion and 
You know, they were playing it like an eSport. It was crazy. So, no, I think this is, uh, it's, it's super, one, two switch is better. You got to grade it on a curve. The lower the right. age, the the higher the score is. Yeah. Um, there's obviously some diminishing returns, but man, one, two switch is, is fun, but it's really mm-hmm. only worth it if you have kids that are like between eight and 10. I think yeah. if they're any older, they're going to be too cool and it's just going to be relegated to, oh, we pull this out just to show people what the switch does. Yeah. Which you can show people what the switch does with Zelda and Zelda is also better. But. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I would also think, too, that it might be a good, you know, like party game for people who don't really play games. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that is true. Um, <clears throat> it's just not very good at explaining how to play the various mini games. Oh, OK. And it needs to be good at that in order to really make it. I think that's its shortcoming is like sometimes they were saying, all right, this is how you play this game. And <laughs> we had no idea what to do. Uh, okay. So I think from a party game perspective, that might yeah. make people bounce off. Um, if you're looking for a party game, go spend twenty dollars at Target and get code names, and don't even worry about this video game nonsense. Am I am I wrong, <laughs> Regina? You're not wrong. Just get code names. It's twenty bucks at yep. Amazon or twenty bucks at Target. Just knock it out. Um, and it's better than one two switch, and it's <laughs> and it and it's not going to require a console. Boom. Or batteries. Or batteries. <laughs> advice. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, all right. For bonus and board games, they don't require batteries. <laughs> Wait, there are some that do. There are some that do. That's true. But on the whole, for yeah, many, you're right. no. Yeah. 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 So that is my impressions of the Switch. Uh, there will be a review forthcoming of both the hardware and Legend of Zelda in the coming time uh, as we move towards the holiday. <laughs> In the coming time. I like that. I like it a lot. Um, that would be my <laughs> least committed answer of all time. Largely because I'm going to PAX East this weekend, and I right. have no idea how much stuff I'm going to see. If it's any, if it's judging by the number of emails that I have gotten, I'm going <laughs> to die under the weight of the words that I must write. Yeah. Well, you know what? If, if you're, the, you're covering it for yourself, you got you to gotta temper it. Like... When um, yeah. a couple years ago at Pixelkin, when um, the the fabulous Millennial Trio was with us, we just rocked it out, covered so much stuff. But then last year I was covering it by myself, so definitely had to temper it back. Yeah, so, I only um, scheduled about uh, eight appointments, um, which really isn't that that's bad. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. One of them yeah. is VR games. I'm pretty excited. We'll see if that's I puke. cool. <laughs> that would be my fear. Right. That's what my yeah, wife said. She's like, are you sure you wanted to take a VR appointment in the morning? What if you throw up? I'm like, well, we'll see. Or I'd have a headache for the rest of the day. Right. One yeah. of those like. Uh, I'm bringing a setter in just in case. But anyway. So uh, uh, the, the switch will definitely, the switch hardware will definitely have a review next week. No matter what. No questions. Mm. The Legend of Zelda. I mean, shoot, I got to beat the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. So, yeah, if if you've got 
if you've got the Switch, if you've got Zelda, let us know what you think about it. Email us at gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com or tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Um, so this really, really cool story, um, Girls Make Games, if you haven't heard of it, um, is this nice little summer camp program here. Uh, it's just open to girls, and it teaches them all about game development. So the news here is that Sony um, has jumped into the, the sponsors. Uh, so, I mean, it's already been sponsored by lots of people like Xbox and some or other, but Sony has jumped into it. So, um, so they're going to be hosting one of their, one of the camps, uh, at their San Mateo office. I used to live down the street from that office, actually. It was really kind of funny. Um, and the, the, it's, the dates are July 10th through the 28th. Tuition is 1500 bucks. I think that's basically the same for, for all of them. Yeah, um, they, they're all the same. Yeah. Actually, a couple of them are a little exp- more expensive. San Francisco is sixteen fifty, and one of them is only four hundred. Yes, it, it's only four days though, so that's oh, the difference. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if if you got girls and you're interested in this, um, you can take a look at their page. Um, the majority of them are in California, but there's there's one up here uh, in Redmond. There's one in Boston. Mm-hmm. There's one in Portland. There's um, one in Portland. Yeah. yeah. There's one in, in Seattle, not just Redmond. And uh, D.C. Texas. Yeah, Texas. Man, another California one. Um, so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. if you live in California, you can certainly find one near you. <laughs> yeah. um, if, <laughs> if you live near another city center, you can probably find one as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and they're all over the world as well. Australia, Germany. Uh, where did I see another one? There's a New York one. All right, yeah. So lots of places. If you live near any type of city center e type place, you can probably find one fairly quickly. Um, okay. So since Stephen got to go on and on about the switch, would you, you actually you actually controlled yourself very well, Stephen. I'm I'm kind of really yeah. proud of you. So that's quite that's measured. Good. I've got I've gotten better um, at this whole speaking into a microphone thing. I I've learned. <laughs> You taught me. Uh, it was like sh- it was like shock therapy. Uh, you know, I talk too much. You tell me I'm I'm a moron, and then I stop. I don't think I've well, ever I called think... you a moron. Come on, no. That you internal... left in the podcast dialogue. Because <laughs> I mean, guys, she edits this podcast. You have no idea what she leaves in or takes out. You have no idea. She, it's my word or hers. Who are you going to trust? I'm sure she gave you a good edit. Obviously her. Let's be real. Obviously, I think you, just, you had her. so much talk about it in, in the anticipation of it. I think you're much more measured now that you have it. I think it's like the the oh, pull yeah. between waiting to get it and now having it. And you're like, I got it. I'm good. I'm yeah, good now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that is absolutely true. I'm being I'm being because it's there. Right. And it's going to be, I think this is going to be one of those things that this Christmas time, I'm going to be singing its praises a lot, especially if they manage to put out yeah. a 3D Mario this year, which I don't think is going to happen because Nintendo's bad at, at making video games quickly. Um, but um, <laughs> if Mario Odyssey comes out this holiday, which we'll find out in June, if it comes out this yeah. holiday, then this thing is just going to be rocking. I mean, being able to buy a new console... And Zelda and a new 3D Zelda and a new 3D Mario all at once, like. Yeah. Yeah, that would be like, that would be when we jump in, good. most likely. So, we'll see. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah. So, so as I was saying, Stephen, let Stephen go on about the Nintendo Switch. I was expecting him to go on a little longer. So, I'm going to take <laughs> this to a topic that um, that I want to talk about. Stephen probably doesn't really care about at all. So, <laughs> Game of Thrones season seven. We don't know the exact release date yet, but we think it's going to be in July. At least that's what most of their reporting has been. And the Game of Thrones PR machine has already kicked into gear. Uh, with their sort of what's going on, maybe this, maybe that, maybe nothing type thing. The first of which uh, was an interview in Entertainment Weekly with um, Isaac Hempstead Wright, who plays Bran. Uh, and again, if you haven't watched it already, like it, it's your fault. So Bran has turned <laughs> has turned into the three eyed raven, quote unquote. So he like has all these visions. He's going to know everything about everything. Um, and so the in this interview. Isaac, our good young Isaac, who it's funny, looks nothing like he did when he started the, the oh, series. I, <laughs> um, I was just looking. Well, this picture in the in the with the article has it's like the from the first episode yeah. of the first season, and yeah. I'm like. Wow, look at how tiny they are. I know. Aria is so small. (laughs) All the boys like barely have any peach fuzz going on. And yeah, yeah. Um, So some of the things that that Isaac said in this interview is he said, Bran is in the same position he's in, which is at the end of the previous season. Kind of like, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? Is he going to tell John? Is he going to find anyone? Is he even going to make it past the wall? He's only with Mira now and he's out in the middle of nowhere. So it's not looking great. Great. So that's that's the key sentence there. It's not looking great. Um, so yeah. So this is this is what Game of Thrones PR <laughs> does. If you were paying attention to it last year, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think they have. They don't. This year they don't have as big of a. <laughs> of a Reveal. topic yeah. to to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, but yeah, last year it started at about. I mean, well, as soon as. Um, the the last season of episode five aired. People started to be like, "Is he dead? He's dead. Is he dead?" But like nobody talked to the press. You didn't hear anything. And right. then at about January, people started talking. <laughs> And like it was, this cast member said this, and then this cast member yeah. said that, and then then well, and yeah. then yeah, pictures yeah. showed up of him still having his long hair, so yes. everything was like, oh, he was going to cut his hair if he wasn't in the show anymore, yeah. so you know, he was in the show because he hasn't cut his hair, yeah. And then a picture was leaked of him on set, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I followed all that. Yeah, some of the interviews were yeah. really funny. So this is like the last interview I think I saw him do was because he was in this um he was in a, a stage adaptation of Dr. Faustus um, in England. Oh. And so, yeah, so he was promoting that. Like, he had to go do press because he was promoting it. And he was on some right. English television show. I think it was, like, Jonathan Ross or something. I'd never heard of the person before, but anyhow, where he flat out lied and said, Jon Snow is dead. I'm not coming back. You like flat out right. lied. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it was really funny. Th- that whole um, that whole bit is really funny too because uh, the the host brings out this big stone, which he calls like the the stone of truth or whatever, and he makes. Um, Kid Harrington stick his hand into it and grab onto something, which is actually some type of device that um, shocks people. <laughs> and so whenever he said something that they thought he was lying, he got like an electric shock, like, and not just a little one <laughs> in some cases. Mm-hmm. It's really funny to watch that. Um, but anyhow, yeah, you can look that up on YouTube. It's 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 pretty funny. Um, all right, so that's um, 
that, that's that's the beginning of this. So I'm sure we can expect a much more um, much more. Uh, yes, uh, I'm speculation. sure we'll be. Yes, we'll and be, actually, we'll there's there's some it, yeah. cool stuff coming out here. So Jim Broadbent is going to be in the new season, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't think they've said who he's playing yet, but I know he's going to be in there. Um, so yeah. So get ready, get ready, listeners. Get ready, Stephen. <laughs> We're gonna talk about this live. Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm ready. I got plenty of phone. <laughs> I got plenty of games on my iPhone. I know now you're on number switch. because I'm a yeah. fan too. So yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, that's right. I, you have a um, switch. Yeah. That's fine. I have a switch, so I mean, I'll just make sure to bring that downstairs. Um, and, and knock that out. I am more than okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited, man. I just, I don't know. I'm so excited. Um, I am excited yeah. for the both of you. I'm excited <laughs> for all of the Game of Thrones fans, and I say that in earnest. I've said it before. <laughs> I, have, I have learned, and more people should take this up. Just because it's not your thing doesn't mean you can't be happy it exists. I am happy that it exists. Because yes. it makes lots of people happy, right? Yes. Like, That's you guys, true. there's lots of people that are happy. There are probably a, more than a handful of people who read real, like, real books because they watch the <laughs> show. And now yeah. they're reading, they read through the books. <laughs> it's kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like my sister now is a voracious reader because she started reading that trash. <laughs> so now she yeah. now she reads, like, real, like real books, right? So, yeah. like... Can't be mad, and you know what? It makes people happy, so yeah. I'm very, very happy for the two of you, and I will not make fun when the two of you nerd out. Um, okay, have fair, either of you watched Westworld? I haven't. Westworld? I haven't. You I haven't? haven't. Yeah. Okay. No. I, I if you like, get around to it and you do watch it, yeah. then I, I have a like huge theory, but it's okay. like totally spoilery so i won't i won't say it but yeah if you do get to that point and it gets like because it's it that's a reasonably new show but yeah um if you do watch it i'd love to to bounce theories yeah <laughs> i'm starting my own theories a- about uh the next episode of game of thrones too so we know that danny is crossing the narrow sea the they're ocean. not yeah. going to have her crossing then or at least i hope they're not going to have her in the process of crossing the sea for more than one episode <laughs> But you never know. Um, So, yeah, my theory is that she's going to land in Dorne. She's not going to go straight to King's Landing. She's going to land in Dorne because she needs her Dothraki horde um, to help her fight. And they're not going to be of any value uh, in their boats. So and we know that Dorne uh, is on her side because Varys has come. And then uh, Lady Elena from Highgarden was there. And and it it didn't say like we didn't see whether she's all into – being on Danny's side or not. But I think she is. So what I think is going to happen is that Danny's going to land in Dorne. All the troops are going to go out. They're going to head north through High Garden, but instead of going straight through King's Landing, they're going to hang a left and they're going to attack Casterly Rock. And I think that that's going to happen oh. because we've never seen Casterly Rock in the show. Oh, that's we true. We have never that's seen true. it. So Yeah, it's been talked about like all the time, but yeah. it's never. Well, and didn't they send Jamie there? 
he was supposed not a last thing. he was supposed to go there um but he was like uh, helping to take back river run was the last thing that he was doing in right. the last show um so yeah so he and was then supposed he went to, back to king's landing he went back to king's landing yeah after and watched her get crowned queen yes um, that was the last yeah. we saw of him yeah yeah so at least yeah. i hope that happens i want to see casterly rock that's like the only major location that's talked that about we that seen. we haven't seen yeah. and so that's why i think yeah. you're gonna blow up through casterly rock which is on the west coast of westeros and then that's gonna take her up to the north where she's gonna get to winterfell she's gonna meet up with john and santa and all of them and they're gonna be like hey we're all good people let's team up and then they're gonna head down to king's landing although honestly that might not happen till the very <laughs> the very last yeah. episode <laughs> So anyhow, well, no, there's the White Walker thing. The White Walker thing has to be happening at the end of the last episode, the end of the last season. Anyhow. So but anyhow, that's my theory. Mm. <laughs> it's it's in well, I was going to say it's in writing. It's not in writing. It's been recorded in audio. So we'll see how um see how, how. it's recorded for posterity's sake yes. at the very least yes you can come back to this and be like, were you right? I don't yes. have any I don't have a lot of theories. I'm just intrigued because. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Daenerys take on Cersei. Yes, like the two, uh, the two of them, because I didn't anticipate that that was going to be the setup. Yeah, like, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't think of it in terms of like two queens coming in against each other. That's a very different dynamic than because Daenerys going in against the kid. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, I they're going to look at him and be like, I mean, they're already looking at him like, oh my god, who are you? Yeah. And she's going to come in with her dragons, and they're going to be like, we're all for you. So there was no fight. <laughs> yeah. But with Cersei, there's a fight. Like there's yeah. people who will throw down for her. So. Yeah, not, and not just her zombie. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be interesting because you know Cersei is all the like um, kind of sneaky behind the scenes, getting people to do things for her that she wants them dirty, to do. Dirty and deeds, Daenerys yes. is very much more straightforward and honest. Um, so that's you know two very different approaches to that type of mm-hmm. thing. So anyhow, all right, Stephen, I think we'll uh, we'll we'll stop, stop the Game of Thrones for now, so that you can talk again. So we know you've been playing <laughs> Zelda. What else have you been playing? Well, like I, s- I said, while Amazon was holding back my Switch, um, I rage bought Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> and um, like literally rage bought. Like I was there buying Zelda and one to Switch and I got the call from my wife and I just looked at the manager of the GameStop who she and I are, you know, like we're buddies at this point, And I was like, hey, listen. I need me some Horizon Zero Dawn. And so she got it for me. I brought it home and I played 24 hours in two days. Wow. Um, that game is freaking amazing. Uh, yeah. If you own a PlayStation 4, the, I say this right now. If you own a PlayStation 4, that is absolute required reading. Um, it is arguably one of the best PlayStation exclusives ever made. Hmm. Um, and it is... Definitely the best game available on the PlayStation 4, bar none. Um, unless you want to include The Last of Us Remastered, then it's you can decide. Um, but my God, is that good? Aloy is an icon, and we're going to be seeing Aloy for the next 10 years, and I can't wait. Yeah, her character is really great. Um, so is that that? That's that then? Uh, Zelda and Horizon. 
I think I think I think Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn is a pretty good set of games that I have played. <laughs> well, you, know, you of, never know. Usually, you have like the six best games, games to talk about. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of been a little busy. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, he was going to um, be no, busy it's... driving to pick up his his switch. Right. That, yes. Make believe. Yeah. yeah. A pretty cool story. I could take. I could have taken selfies with the Amazon the Amazon staff. It could have been neat. Done an unboxing <laughs> video like in their front office. You know, I would have done it. Um, right up on Facebook Live. Uh, welcome back to the EFG show, folks. But no, I mean, I think those are great. I mean, have have you been playing? You've been playing Horizon too, right, Nicole? Yes, I have. I was going to let Regina talk first. Regina, go ahead. What have you been okay. playing? Uh, I've been playing Stardew Valley. Ah, yes, you have. <laughs> and you have. One of us. One of us. It is all One your fault. There's no doubt. I'm sorry. The whole reason why I bought it was because we kept talking about it. And I'm like, oh, let's check this out. But um, I'm not particularly good with um, with building games like this. Um, uh-huh. I always have this sense like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> There's not a lot of consequences in this one, though, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured, you know. So I was just, you know, kind of wandering around and doing my thing. Um, I'm still annoyed because I've played probably four or five hours at this point, which I know is not a long time for a game like this. Uh-huh. But I haven't met everybody in town, and it's driving me bonkers. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> I know you have There's that, like you three have that people quest. left. You have that yes. quest to go meet everybody, and you're like, I don't know where this person is. I know. I, I feel like the pain there. When I restarted, when I restarted, um, like earlier, um, like a few months ago, I restarted so that Anna would have uh, my old save file with like most everything unlocked. And even right. then, I didn't remember everybody. I was stuck with one person left, and I was racking my brain like, who, who did I forget to talk to? Like, what's happening? I don't understand, like, how I can, like, I've been in every building, I've been, you know, knocked on people's bedroom doors, and been like, come on, be my friend. And I still have three people missing from that. Um, So that's like, that's like the bane of my existence is still trying to find everybody. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But I built a scarecrow, so I have a scarecrow, and I planted, and I've harvested a little bit, and I'm kind of, and I've got the general idea of, like, I gotta get stuff and get people to help me build things. Like, I get the... I get what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I did, and this is embarrassing, but this will explain a little bit about me as a gamer. Um, I had been collecting all the like little piles of wood, right? Uh-huh. Um, to try to make the scarecrow, which you need like 50 pieces of wood, and it was taking me forever. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I'm almost out of like wood on my land. And suddenly it dawned on me that maybe I could cut down a tree. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, twenty nine pieces of wood what? from cutting down a tree because, duh, you've got like five hundred trees on the acre that's around your house. Why wouldn't you cut down a tree? And I think the problem was that I had come across a couple of stumps I had tried to like break up, and it said my axe wasn't, wasn't strong, strong enough, enough for that. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, of course, so I can't chop down trees because they're, but tree is not a big stump. So yes. anyway, it was just yes. dumb. But yeah, that's that's me as a gamer in a nutshell like oh <laughs> I can cut down a tree yeah right yeah and then the other thing yeah yeah and I'm still playing uh, Plants vs. Zombies Heroes and I finally unlocked all the heroes so oh, I feel like I, I saw reached that. a level cool. of completion I saw that on the Twitter and Thank I was you. like yes yes I got yes. all the heroes I feel like I've you know got all the decks to play now I feel like yeah. at least I have that mastery That's there cool. so I'm not 
Um, yeah, Isaac yeah, and fun. Anna, are, they don't have all of the heroes yet, but this is like a big event. Like they, they buy packs and they open them together and it's so cute. Oh, um, that's adorable. Yes, I love it. Oh, speaking, God, of speaking, packs, of packs. speaking of packs that she packs. opens. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Yes. I was waiting for it. So- I saw that video. I saw it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Emerald City Comic Con was this last weekend. Uh, all three of us went um, on Saturday. Only Isaac went on Sunday because Anna was sick, which was really unfortunate. Um, but oh. on Saturday, we had gone around and she had said uh, all the things that she has liked. And Isaac took a picture of everything that she said that she wanted so we could decide later how much we wanted to get her. And then he went Pokemon nuts. I don't know why. <laughs> he bought a tin of he Poke- got the fever. Yeah, he got a, he got her a tin of Pokemon cards and then a big like box set thing that's all um, framed around one character. Um, and yeah. then we opened all those up and we realized we don't have a freaking starter kit. <laughs> <It's> just... Yeah. <laughs> so my yeah, husband's so like, you don't have any energy. Right. Exactly. So um, so we have to get that. I was actually at Target yesterday with Anna looking for it. They didn't have the starter kit. They had tons of those boxes based on like individual Pokemon. They had like 10 of those, mm-hmm. but no starter kit. And I'm like, really? You can buy out. lots of land on eBay. You can buy lots of land on eBay or on Amazon. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> or not yeah. land. Energy. Sorry. Yes. Wrong game. <laughs> Wrong game. Um, some nerd, some nerd for a second, like I said, land, some nerd out there is listening and was like, oh, I'm going to tweet at that guy. And then I corrected myself. So please don't yell at me. I know the difference between energy and land. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so in other words, we're doomed. Um, she's been asking yeah. for Pokemon cards for a while. Um, there's a little boy at school that has them, and I guess that he shares his with her so that they can play and everything. And she was mm. so excited. She's like, now I can go play with the boys. I'm like, really? Is it just the boys? Seriously? <laughs> really, we have to go there already. Yeah. Like, come on. And then on the way home no. um, from uh, was it yesterday, I don't know. She said something about her being the only girl in the world that played Pokemon. And I'm like, oh. no, 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 no. 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 Not true. You are not the only girl in the world that plays with yeah, Pokemon. No. This is can just we, your limited experience. Yeah. <laughs> this is your limited exactly. experience. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so can yeah, we introduce so you to that. Callie Pleggy? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, let's so, introduce you to her. Um, you can at, at her on the Twitter, and she'll tell you all about the <laughs> the, uh, the Pokemon monsters. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's that. So um, I'm sure that we will now be buying cards for the rest of our lives, almost. So um, can I? So before, but I want to talk about this briefly. Okay, so go ahead. May I, if I may ask. Yeah. Um, so what? So, does, have you or Isaac ever played the Pokemon no. TCG? No, we haven't. Have either of you played any TCG? Like, uh, did you ever play Magic? Nope. I mean, I really. You nope. live in Seattle. You've like Watsy is like in your backyard, and you've never played Magic. All right, that's fine. Um, yeah, you're you're doomed. Um, okay. If you ever need help, let me know. I I can help make it so that you can get stuff on it, so it's control the budget. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, because it goes um, crazy. I mean, it's just like yeah, yeah. Um, any yeah. any of those games can get expensive. Bio, I mean, you think that like yeah. a card game like Hearthstone is expensive? You got nothing on. Well, to Pokemon be fair, I don't know that Anna's going to be playing competitively right now. 
Yeah. Right. Well, no. So right. I don't think she's going to be super concerned about getting like the ultra rare cards to complete her uh, tournament winning yeah. combo. So I, <laughs> I think it's more of an issue of every time you go, the impulse buy is now four dollars and change. Right. You know, because she's going to be like, oh, mommy, can I have a pack of Pokemon cards? Um, and that gets expensive. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you guys, I mean, you're not you guys aren't dumb. You know what you're doing. But if you ever need help yeah. or in a bind, <laughs> let me know. I kind of deal with this stuff on a, on the regular, as I have children who play both Magic and Pokemon. Let yeah. me tell you, Konami emailed me about Yu-Gi-Oh, and I was like, no, 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 no. I, we don't play Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> in this house. I've already got two games. Yeah, nice and a little aside there at Target. They did not have the starter pack for Pokemon, but they did have a starter pack for Magic, which was interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, Aether Wasn't that nice um, art? <laughs> I was just like, I mean, it's just Target toy section. Like, I figured, like, Pokemon would be the thing that they no, would they have more have. than Magic. So They anyhow. probably just, they, uh, I mean, they probably just sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, well, they have it in the toy section at Target, but they also have, you should make sure you check in the uh, place, usually by the registers, where they have, like, all the line bags of junk and their sports oh. cards, because often they will have Pokemon and Magic cards there, too. Huh, okay. Thanks so for the tip. So it's worth looking in both places if yes. you're looking for a specific item. Okay, cool. Um and then, uh, so so this is what I've been playing, which is not Pokemon, but I'm playing another card game, and that's Hearthstone. I've been playing it a lot because I'm trying to, like, build up my gold for when the new expansion comes out so that I have enough to buy lots and lots of packs. Um, so, but I had a pretty epic win <laughs> the other day. Nice. Uh, I know. I was playing as Warrior, and it's one of the deck recipes um, that goes with the Gadget Sand thing. It's called, like, the Goons or something like that. And I was playing against a Druid who was playing um, the, the Lotus deck, which um, uses their the new gameplay um, uh, technique of you, you can summon these golems, and the first golem that you summon is 1-1, one, one. the second one is 2-2, two, two. the third one is 3-3, three, three, and on and on and on. Yeah. So the druid was doing that deck, and he was really getting up there uh, in his golems. I think he got all the way up to a 7-7. Seven, seven. And so I was down to 3 health. <laughs> My opponent was at his max of 30, and he had um, armor built up on top of that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Five five or six armor built up on top of that. And I won. I can't even tell you right now specifically what I did to win, but I won. <laughs> and I had my I, I was playing it while I was eating lunch. Uh, I had it, my iPad propped up. And uh, I may have actually knocked over my iPad when I took the, the winning blow. I was like, boom, in the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> The iPad <laughs> fell over. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's exciting. Awesome. I, I love when I do it that. Is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. um, and then I played some more Disney Fantasia Music Evolved to get my exercise in. And then, yes, I have been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. I hadn't played it at all until right before we were recording this podcast. So I'm not very far in it. I'm sure Steven is farther than I am. I basically have just reached the part where I can tame uh, the animals so that I can ride them. So I know I've got a long way to go, but, uh, as Steven said, it's awesome. I love the character. I really like the story. There's not a lot to know about the story at this point. Um, but yeah, so, so that's cool. I agree with you. You ain't seen nothing, dude. I know. I know. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's me. Actually, the I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler. The last thing I actually did was jumping up onto the um, the giraffe thing's neck and then head and 
yeah. stabbing it with the thing. But anyhow. Well, I mean, yeah, it definitely takes its influences from like Far Cry and like other Ubisoft games that event the way you open up the map yeah. is you climb up to the top of these giant dinosaur giraffe things and hack them. Yeah. Um, and man, it is so cool when you do that. Yes. I mean, it's supposed it, sh- it could be real dumb, right? Like, you know, like in Assassin's <laughs> Creed, you stand at the top of this tall thing and you hear a, a bird make a noise and, you know, you look around and it's like, all right, this is neat. This is an impressive vista. Fine. But like this is like really neat because it's moving. Yeah. Through the environment. And you I mean, it's an impressive vista, but it's also probably the best looking video game ever made. Like this is in the top there. Top okay. five, probably, at least. I mean, this game is so beautiful. Um, the next time, like the second one that you'll get to um, uh-huh. is in a different area. And I just it was it was just the most stunning thing. I, I actually just stopped playing the game for a good five or six minutes and just watched hmm. as this thing walked around its track just to see what was going on. And so I guess I didn't play for 25 hours. I played for 24 hours and 54 minutes because I spent five of, or six of them just walking, like standing on top of a giraffe robot. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, super cool. The the voice acting is good. The um, the animation of the character, the facial animation, and everything is is really really good. It's, uh, lots of games don't get that quite right. Um, yeah, and it's good here. Um, Sometimes movies don't get that quite right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been playing, um, and then I think uh, that's going to wrap it up for th- for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. As noted earlier, a couple times, if you have questions, comments, or other feedback, you can send those to gamingwiththemoms at gmail dot com, or you can tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Stephen is editor and founder of engagefamilygaming dot com, and, and Stephen. What do we need to know about Engaged Family Gaming? Lots of things. Um, I, I think the first thing is that <laughs> it is uh, worth mentioning that EngagedFamilyGaming.com is a website on the internet where parents like myself and several others come together to give you the information that you need to get your family game on. We've got content going up Monday through Friday that will include reviews, thought pieces on various pieces of gaming space, and also the EFG Kids Corner, where I have a bunch of little kids that write reviews of video games and things, and it's <laughs> absolutely adorable. Uh, this week's amazing. entry, uh, this week's entry was a review of dr- of uh, Dragon Quest Builders by my uh, soon to be eleven year old son. Um, the hard part about that, I'm going to be real with you guys, is editing children, because at some point, I have to, like, I can't edit, because I don't want to make it not sound like it was written by kids, because then it would just be a crappy article, so, um, you know, I leave the kid stuff in there, so, um, like us on Facebook and Twitter, and you'll see all the stuff, um, I'm very active on Twitter these days, so you'll be able to have plenty of conversations with me there, also, we have a podcast, it's Engage, a family gaming podcast, find me on iTunes, Google, and all that stuff. All right, cool. Peace. Uh, Regina is from the Geek Embassy and is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Regina, what would you like to tell us today? Uh, Keep an eye out for more videos in my video series, Good Words, How to Write Well. Uh, We have an episode coming out later this week, although it will be after this episode is posted. So go back and look at the (laughs) (laughs) geekembassy.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel and you will find out as soon as we post. 
uh, new episodes. Um, and I think I shared, we've got it, well, we've got an episode, uh, article up right now. Uh, one of my ambassadors is writing a series on The Voice, mm. and she is sharing um, all the songs that we wish we could actually sing uh, well enough to be on The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And the first article in the series is about me and the songs that I wish that I could sing well enough to be on The Voice. So <laughs> if you want to hear what kind of fantasy voice I wish I had, uh, definitely go make sure to check out that article in that series. We, I think she said she has four parts for it. So awesome. we have a few people contributing to it an honor of the voice that launched this last week. So, yeah, that's us All at the right. Embassy. Cool. All <laughs> right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.